0: Welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 236 with a review of World War Z. I'm Christopher Sineze.
1: I'm Carson Patrick.
0: And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I are going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases hitting a theater near you. Uh, Each week, we're going to try to bring you as many reviews as we can. This week, we had a review of The East. We have this review of World War Z. And then also the uh, big financial hit this weekend, Monsters University. Um, how are you doing today, Carson? Yes.
1: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
0: Not too bad. You know, it's really weird. Uh, not really that weird, but like we got World War Z here, um, and in addition to this zombie thingamajigger, I just got into the show. Um, well, it's only like three episodes, so I haven't got that far into it. Um, but have you heard of the show In the Flesh? I think it's called In the Flesh?
1: I, I have heard of this show, yes.
0: Um, that that the, the new I can tell you
1: a story about this show.
0: Okay, well, uh, in just a moment. Uh. Okay. But yeah, so I, I just watched the first episode of that, uh, which is fantastic. So I'm like in a zombie mood. But I've also been playing the game um, The Last of Us. I almost forgot the name of it for a second, um, which is uh, a new... You, you've heard me talk about Uncharted um, on this show before, uh, which yeah. is like one of the best PS3 games or PlayStation games in general. Um, From the company Naughty Dog and their latest game is called The Last of Us and it involves um, a dude and a girl um, moving around a, you know, like post-apocalyptic United States and uh, Yeah, lots of zombie craziness happening in this game. So it's like I'm all like zombied out But uh, I'm enjoying it and it's kind of weird the different takes on zombies like here um, What we get in World War Z What we get in The Last of Us and obviously In the Flesh is a drastically different take on zombies than any of the other two. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of a crazy zombie-filled week I've had. So what's your story about uh, In the Flesh?
1: Well, uh, I I had seen um, a review of the show in the newspaper, and I had never heard of the show before. And I kind of just read the basic plot. Yeah. Um and I was like immediately yeah. I was like this sounds really awesome. Um I want to check this out at least the first episode. Um so I recorded the first episode um because it was premiering that night on BBC America. Yeah. So I was like okay cool like this is cool cuz it's only 3 episodes like how they do Sherlock. Um so it won't be like I'm devoting my time to like a whole series like a you know 13 or 24 episode series or whatever episode yeah yeah so i'm just like that's cool um well i had no idea that the bbc america was playing all three episodes back to back to back so like it started thursday and then the next one was friday the next one was saturday (laughs) i thought they i thought they were going to do it weekly yeah for three weeks so i recorded the first episode and then the, the following thursday i went to go record the second one and I was just like, "Oh, it's not listed," and then I looked it up, and it was just like, "Yeah, we plan on playing them all back to back as part of some like horror weekend or something." And I was like, "Oh well."
0: Well, you're shit. you're supposed to be able to grab it uh, in demand for um, for BBC America. Oh, but you can. Yeah, I, I believe that's um, one of the things they're doing. So check with your check your local cable subscriber, and uh, if you have, <laughs> I will. BBC, I'll have to do that. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's available that way.
1: Cause I haven't, I still haven't watched the first episode yet, but uh,
0: right. yeah, that, yeah, that's that's as far as I I uh I got. I was about to last night watch episode two, but I was gnarly tired and ended up crashing out at like six p.m. So <laughs> yeah,
1: because was... I mean, like we, like I said, it's like the Sherlock uh, mold where each episode is pretty much a feature length movie.
0: Yeah, and, and so for, for anybody who doesn't know what In the Flesh is, it's basically the story of there. It, it's post big zombie outbreak and. Uh, they are actually referring to people who uh, were zombies as partially deceased syndrome survivors or people. Um, and essentially, they have found a, uh, a way to rehabilitate people who have become zombies and make them not all like, let's try to kill people. And they are now trying to reintegrate them into society. But essentially, there are groups of people who are... Um, afraid because these zombie people were all killers and eating all everyone else's loved ones and friends and stuff like that. And they're afraid that you know they could they could turn back into full fledged zombies. And the people who used to be zombies are now like on like meds to keep them normal. And that's all that were like contacts and like their skins all pale. Like basically, it's like they're zombies, but it's kind of like in Shaun of the Dead at the end when like they're like, oh, zombies yeah. are cool now, except for. The, the they have their minds are coming back to them and stuff like that, so it, it's just a, an amazing premise and it's well executed. Um, and uh, yeah, it's I mean, the the what are they called like the human volunteer federation or whatever this organize like these these groups of people who are all, like all afraid of the zombies still and like really hate them, they're they're kind of like an, an east organization, um, or an a the east organization. Where they're yeah. like, oh, like screw zombies, we got to get them out of our towns and stuff like that. It's just so a... they're,
1: they're still trying to kill zombies and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just, it's a brilliant concept, and uh, it's definitely a a a an an awesome uh, take on the zombie genre because it's so radically different from yeah. all the other kind of stuff that we get out there. So. It's yeah, a- no,
1: that's that's totally why I was intrigued to at least watch the first episode to see if it was as good as uh this review had had put it.
0: Yeah. I I mean so far like I said that's all I've seen but I think it is that good. Yeah. So for what
1: I've heard from other places it sounds like it's pretty good. I mean, when you've got you know, when you, when you got a show that's done by the Brits, it's usually pretty top-notch.
0: Yeah, they they tend to crank out some awesome stuff, especially when they're not like trying to drill something in the ground with like a 19th season they're like you know we're just gonna do three episodes and see where this goes yeah
1: exactly and we're gonna do like two seasons tops or something yeah it's always good
0: except for when they take an awesome show like the misfits and then give it its last season Um,
1: ah well i can't
0: relate to that it's uh it's it's just say it's very sad when when all your characters leave the show and the one guy left in the show um asks to leave the show partway through that season yeah you know you got a problem (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know you gotta end it he's like hey uh can you guys like write me out of the show because <laughs> yeah
1: i'm tired of being here
0: hey at least one of the guys uh went on to do game of thrones so that's cool
1: oh well that's that's probably a better gig <laughs> yeah
0: he has a super creepy role in it too but uh, anyways um yeah i guess the real question here is is whether the world war z you know, can pan out to be as good as In the Flesh is. Um, I don't know about that. (laughs) I know that, uh, you know, before seeing this film, you definitely uh, would not have expected that at all. So (laughs) it's time to find out whether the film uh, changed what your expectations, because it can't really change what your expectations were. But let's just see if this film... Well, I
1: mean, it could. Because if you go in with low expectations and it's awesome... Yeah, but but it, but
0: it can't change what those expectations were. That's true Dad. from the
1: beginning. I guess you just changed your opinion on it, I guess.
0: I mean, though, with uh, Damon Lindelof helping write it, I guess it <laughs> it, it, it could involve time travel going back the, in the time. The internet's and changing, favorite punching bag, Damon <laughs> Lindelof, her. yes. Um, which, I don't know, did, did you listen to the Slash Film episode where they, they uh, talked to him?
1: I got the highlights from my girlfriend, where he was talking about how the reason he makes fun of himself a lot is because he heard George Lucas talking about the Star Wars prequels and he was very – he wouldn't, you know, admit that they were bad or – right? Am I I right on this? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean that's essentially like he was trying to give backstory as to why – he uh is self-deprecating a lot.
0: We'll just say I, I I will after listening to that episode, I I feel like going a little easier on him. Like I I I gained some respect from him just listening to him talk uh outside of just I mean,
1: I, I think it's great that he has a sense of humor about it. Um, you know, I totally think so. But my girlfriend, her opinion on it was she respected him a little more until he started talking about Prometheus and was just like, yeah, well, you know, you gotta do, you know, you know, I only did what Ridley wanted me to do, and it's like he was kind of throwing the blame on him and not on himself. But I don't know. I'm, you know, reporting someone else's opinion. I did not listen to the episode, so right.
0: well, you have to check it out and see uh, what if if what your what your opinion is. Anyway, that, that that's... I mean,
1: I, I like I said, I do like the fact that he has <laughs> a sense of humor about it. Um, but it does seem like he retracts or makes a statement that's you know self-deprecating any time a a project of his comes out so it does seem to be a lot
0: yeah well i I at least feel like he but maybe
1: not on this movie i don't know
0: maybe yeah maybe not i don't know i I, (laughs) i i i just i wasn't trying to make a joke about him just about the fact that he likes things that involve time travel and that's what would be required to go back in time and change your presuppositions about the film, so oh, like okay. I wasn't yeah, trying to make was. a dig at him. Just yes. saying because he is somebody who was involved in rewriting part of the end of this film. That, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. Either way, I wasn't trying to make a dig at him. Just trying to use his familiar familiarity with time travel to make a joke about correcting the statement that I made, which was not working because it was past tense future tense blah, blah blah anyways what do you say i stop rambling and yeah we, take we can l-
1: discuss <laughs> the merits of his contributions to this movie
0: let's take a look at the trailer for world war z and then uh catch everybody up on our thoughts of this film
1: yeah are these the, the roots
0: route? what is it that's liberty, liberty or snowman <laughs> declared martial law
1: daddy what's martial law
0: we know they're coming? They're coming. Ready. Go! 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 Ready! It's the same worldwide. Is anyone doing better than we are? We've lost the East Coast. Moscow's still dark. Life as we know it will come to an end in 90 days. It's on us to change that. I can't leave my family. Don't pretend your family is exempt. When we talk about the end of humanity.
1: I don't wanna leave you,
0: but I have to go.
1: I'll keep her kids safe.
0: There's a memo sent from this installation. Pretty obvious nobody back home bothered to read it get into Russia. Where would I start? Russia is a black hole. I need answers. Guns are half meter. You with the CIA, but well, they're not with me. Karen, is there anything left out there? If we knew where this thing started, then maybe we could kill it. these things have a weakness every human being we save one less to fight Okay, so World War Z is the film that is partially based on the big, uh, highly loved book. Uh, So much love that a lot of people have been apparently, uh, a lot of people have been throwing around the statement, uh, it's fine that they make this movie, but why'd they have to call it World War Z is what I Mm. constantly heard spouted by people all over the place. And, uh, you know, I haven't read the book, but I will say there's a world, there's a war going on, and it's zombies. So and there's no, lots of Zs. Yeah, no, no matter... I uh, see what you did there. Uh, no matter how much Shh. this film strays away from the book, I think World War Z is an apt title for this film. Um, just just going to throw oh, yeah. that out there. Just going to say... Um, it's even, an appropriate title. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it makes sense. No matter how far it stretches from the books. Uh, or the book. Um, yeah. But that being said... I have said, not read
1: the book either, so... Uh,
0: World War Z is uh, the story of, obviously, this crazy... A uh, fast-spreading zombie uh, apocalypse kind of just strikes basically the entire globe. And uh, people don't know how to stop it because uh, people are turning uh, basically within 12 seconds of being bitten. And uh, it's just spreading like crazy because you got really fast-moving zombies that are extremely violent and terrible. And uh, a group of people are trying to find out where the origin of this event is because if they find out where it started, they might be able to find a way to stop it. And uh, Brad Pitt is being paraded around the globe in search of the uh, patient zero for this epidemic. So, Carson, yes. I know you were not excited for this film. Uh, like many other people in the world, just zombie wall is any all you guys could say <laughs> after seeing the trailer. I was sort of like... I felt, I mean, this this is probably, I'm sure isn't accurate uh, at all, but I felt like the lone person on the planet that was actually excited to see World War Z. Uh um, yes. So I can Exit only
1: for maybe like Joe Blow moviegoer who's just like, yeah, okay, Brad Pitt zombies.
0: Yeah, I like yeah. zombie movies. I like or, zombie movies, all right. Um, so I can only expect uh, oh, what what you're going to say? But why don't you go ahead and enlighten us all uh with uh, what you thought of World War Z.
1: I just wanna point out my favorite comment um when the trailer came out about the zombie wall from somebody online was that they half expected like the the zombie wall to form like a giant face, like in the mummy.
0: <laughs> um
1: <laughs> and I, I like I thought that was totally fitting because it does look like that. Gotcha. But worse. Anyway, um I did not actively hate World War Z, but I will say that it is uh, nothing exciting. Um, It it can snuggle up next to Company You Keep um, (laughs) in the unexciting uh, thriller territory, um, except this time, not only is it unexciting and unappealing in the thriller genre, but also the zombie genre.
0: Um, So what you really, really wanted was Shia LaBeouf going around saying, how do I get into Russia? (laughs)
1: Shia LaBeouf I would have seen that movie yeah it would have been a little I'm not I'm not knocking Brad Pitt I thought Brad Pitt um, totally great in this movie Brad Pitt's good in any movie he's in but you know what would have been really awesome I'm jumping ahead but you know what would have been really awesome two Brad Pitt's <laughs> that would have been good too but if Brad Pitt was playing himself I just think that would have been great like a this is the end kind of thing
0: <laughs> but he's the only person playing himself
1: but he's the only person playing himself and he's not married to Angelina Jolie he's married to uh, you know a woman who vaguely looks like the girl from the killing uh, <laughs> yeah it would just been hilarious if he's just like guys I was in 12 monkeys I know all about mental mental illness or it just and he's just like referencing his movies and just like he's like guys I'm the hero I'm Brad Pitt I can't die. Trust me, I'll go into I'll go into Israel. Um, I don't know. That just would have been like a lot more interesting to me to watch. Um, because what's on screen was not interesting to watch for me. Uh, it, it was. It's nothing you've seen uh, done. Like everything in this movie has been done before, uh, much better in other movies, uh, specifically Twenty Eight Days Later. Um, this is. This is basically just a bigger budget uh, version bigger budget tame uh, watered down version of 28 days later because uh, I think you get everything about World War Z was like totally covered in 28 days later. you get the zombie invasion or the you know the rage invasion um, infected with what? <laughs> <laughs> you get you get the infected crazy people, the fast zombies, if you will. Um, you get, uh, lots of creepy, you know, like abandoned city shots and you get lots of good thrills and scares. You get a shaky cam that's used effectively, not where I can't see what's going on whatsoever. And, uh, you get great action sequences, um, and you get zombies that are actually scary and not ones that just look like rabid human beings that can somehow, uh, just climb walls with each other. Well,
0: it's just it's um, the, the amount like, of them just, like, that allow them com- to climb the walls.
1: Yeah, but they're not just like complete CG creations that aren't appealing. Like, I mean, the zombies in this movie weren't scary. Um, there were like 10 year ten-year-old kids in this film in the theater that I saw it in, and I don't think they were scared at all. Like they, like this, this could easily have been like a PG movie um, back in the '80s. Like, this, this was just, like, or a G-rated movie for all, I, for all I care. Like, I mean, there was nothing to this movie that was scary or thrilling. Um, and like I said, that hasn't been done 28 days later. Now, I know you're probably going to say I d- didn't bother me, but truly, you had to acknowledge that the shaky cam in this movie was pretty atrocious. Like, I, I know I call it out a lot, but that scene where they're running up uh, the stairwell in the apartment complex to get to the roof... To get saved by a three-second cameo from Matthew Fox, um,
0: <laughs> I, I recognized him when he first appeared in the helicopter, like, and I was like, "Is that is that him?" And then, like, <laughs> you finally, like, halfway through the movie, he bends down, he's like, "Yes, I, I am Matthew Fox."
1: Yeah, you're just like uh, Damon Lindelof. Can you tell us the mystery of that uh, cameo? Uh, what again? It would have been a lot more interesting if uh, Matthew Fox. You know, punched a zombie in the crotch or something, or saved them via party bus, something yeah. like that. But uh,
0: or or, anyway. or shot Tyler Perry's wife.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and been a bald psychopath. Yeah. Um. But no, dude. Uh, like when they're running up that stairwell and they're trying to get to the roof and all the zombies are chasing them. Like I had no idea. It was dark. It was like crazy shaky.
0: Like I didn't know what the hell was going on. And then all of a sudden that kid shows up and you're just like, where did he come from? Here's the one thing I will say about what you're bringing up right now. I am on record as being a fan of shaky cam stuff. Like, usually when you're saying, like, shaky cam sucks, I'm saying, like, oh, it's just stylistic, it's cool, whatever, don't hate on it. Like, that's usually the thing. Of all the films that I've actually been pro shaky cam on, this one, at least the shaking cam, pertains... It's not just stylistic. It literally pertains to the insane, Uh, like... If you were running in this zombie horde and trying to escape, you are essentially the shaky cam. Like it, it I'm not saying it visually looks awesome. I'm saying that like at least you got to forgive this film because technically the shaky cam is facilitating the franticness of the people involved in the story. Like it's. But
1: I can't forgive this film because a for exactly those reasons. Like that, if you want to use shaky cam to convey the freneticism and the insaneness of everything that's going on, that's great, but you better damn well use it right because if I can't see anything, then why bother watching this movie? Like I can get behind Shaky Cam like Paul Greengrass style in like the Born movies and United 93 and all that. Because there is a sense of like the the insaneness and the the recreation of uh, of like the thrill of these action sequences and whatnot, but I can see them. You know, like I I can understand the geography of what's going on. It's not just hey, let's try and do that and just you know have the camera be wild. Like I think there's a there's an art to it, and you got to know how to use it. And I don't think this movie uses it well at all. Like but I if if, I mean, if you
0: if you re- rewind the film two or three minutes though, you see that like in the chaos as Brad Pitt is trying to focus in on things you see the shakiness uh, like temporarily fade away as he chooses to concentrate on something in the crowd so it's like shakiness of the other people who are being frantic and then it steadies ...for the things he concentrates on. So, like, there is a communication there. Obviously, once you get to that point in the film, Brad Pitt has stopped trying to concentrate on things... ...and he's just concentrating on running. So, you are living in the shakiness, too. But earlier in the film, they do establish a chaos versus uh, definitive, like, concentrating on a thing. Like, there is a... But
1: you still have to establish the, you know, you still have to establish the scenes of these movies... Like you can't just throw a camera in there and and have you know have it shake around and and think it's all gonna be good. Like the, like I feel like that these things have to be calculated. And this movie didn't feel like that way at all. Like I mean, like I said, twenty eight days later, is an example of the movie in the same genre that uses it like way better, and 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 like that <laughs> that's a good like a good you know comparison to this. Because I don't think this movie because I mean, like. Come on, we gotta see something during these action sequences. Like, yeah, we can. You can convey the the craziness of it, but still have us, you know, be engaged into it and be able to like see everything. Because I mean, obviously, you're just gonna alienate your audience, and it's gonna. You're not gonna be involved in the the chaos, if you will. Yeah. But anyway, this movie is still. I mean. That, that, even if that problem wasn't there, I mean, this movie still has the problem of being, you know, been there, done that, and also being just, I mean, it's just really dry. Like, I mean, it's like eating stale cookies or something. You're like, well, like, I'll finish them, but I I don't really like it. I'd rather have fresh ones, you know? (laughs) So, I mean, and, and like I said, the, the, uh, the zombies weren't anything magnificent. And, uh uh as for I mean obviously we were kind of alluding to it in the the beginning but you know it was known that this movie had production woes um and that they went back and you know obviously they hired Damon Lindelof to rewrite the the last uh, third of the movie and uh, they came up with a whole new act and uh yeah you, I mean you can tell that this movie uh had a whole completely reshot third act because There's a moment in this movie, let's say, where I'll just say, you know, that there's a crash that happens in this movie. And the uh, Brad Pitt wakes up and then everything from there on, it's it's almost like it's just been deflated. Like you're just like this is almost like a completely different movie, which is weird because I mean that that is where, you know, it's the the last act starts, but it just it feels like so much of a shift. And to go from these kind of big, huge set pieces in the first two acts. And then all of a sudden we're down to this, uh, really small, like kind of intimate, uh, third act, which I mean, could have worked, but there really isn't anything interesting going on in terms of the resolution. I mean, like I, I just, all of a sudden to me, it just felt like a, it came to a complete halt really. Um, like they, they were doing a lot of, you know, going back and forth and, uh, between like Brad Pitt and then like his wife and and his daughters on the ship and like the people doing the work there. but then all of a sudden it's just like I don't know it just it it totally feels like it's from a separate movie and I, I just I did I do think there's a clash there and uh yeah like I I just I I, I think that it really ultimately doesn't work. I mean, Overall I mean by the time it's not like I was enjoying the movie and then all of a sudden that happened then I was just like well well now I've lost my interest I mean I the whole time I was just kind of like okay I'm going along with it but I don't know that that last act like just really stood out to me as being it didn't didn't click with the other two
0: well it's the reason it doesn't and to uh I mean first off um this I I consider this film to be just sort of all right. Like um I I didn't hate it. Um and there are a bunch of things that I actually like in the film and some some things that uh like I, I wasn't bored during it. Like 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 you said that you were. Like I there are actually things that I enjoyed. I actually um while while the. Well, you said like there's nothing scary about it. I think that th- that the zombies, the zombies themselves, aren't what's ins- what's scary. What's scary is the uh, intellectually, it's scary. Like to think about. The wide like the scenario in which I mean most zombie films are like oh crap there's a bunch of walkers and how do we sneak by them without getting caught kind of thing or yeah e- even in like 28 days later it's like it's like oh shit there's a bunch of fast ones but as long as we can get inside something we'll be safe like this is like a thing where it's like the sheer number of them intellectually you're like that is really just frightening like this. It, just the way it spreads and how quickly it happens, and how you can just be totally safe one minute and then, like, super screwed. Like, there's a, like, I think the most, the, the, to me, the most brilliant moment in this film from a, a kind of, oh crap moment is, um, really it happens right at the top of that stairwell that, that you, uh, hated so much, um, uh, where Brad Pitt jumps on top of the ledge. Like, that, I think that moment is a genuine, like, Brad Pitt is aware of what is happening to some level, like he knows enough about what's going on to be like, crap, and he does something without even considering how it would affect uh, his, his family and the people he's trying to rescue off the top of the building, but it's the thing that needs to be done if... What he's worried about happening may be yeah. happening. Like that moment, I think is is perfect. Like I I really like that moment. The second he hops up there and his wife's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And he's just counting in his head. I was like, "That's a no shit moment." Like that's that's actually really cool. Like that that I I felt worked. And like moments like that throughout the film, I think are interesting. Uh, But like the reason there is that disconnect, that was a really long tangent uh, to go back to just saying my my general thoughts on the film. But the reason there's such a huge disconnect is because this film is trying to be two films on one side. The beginning of the film, it is trying to be Contagion, which is a film that both of us really, really enjoyed, um, which is about a worldwide pandemic that is spreading. And a group of people trying to find suspects or not suspect zero patient zero (laughs) so they can figure out what the hell this thing is and try to stop it. Yeah. And, and if
1: Brad Pitt was playing himself, he could have been like, hey, my buddy Matt Damon was in Contagion.
0: <laughs> he's and immune. And he was immune. Um, so I know
1: all about this.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, like, that aspect I really enjoyed. And, like, this this globe-trotting, like, we have to go here, we found out some information, now we have to go here. Um, there's a point in the film where they just go, F it, Russia's a black hole, we ain't going in there. And, and then the film changes to story two, which is more... Uh, 28 days later, let's be in a building with getting rushed by fast-moving zombies and yeah. like like obviously the fast-moving zombies is, is throughout the whole thing and that that's that that is 28 days later inspired and but like it there are two distinctly different things. One is just survival, and one is this uh, thriller in which people have to go around investigating things. But I, I think it really it doesn't achieve either of those things particularly well. Um, so the film as a whole doesn't work because, like, if if both sides of them were, were done extremely well, you could be like, yeah, the film feels divided, but both those halves of the movie are really good. Unfortunately, we don't get that. Like, they're both, they're both kind of subpar. And, like, Contagion is w- what makes that film great. I mean, besides the fact that it's just, like, a freaking all-star cast, it's shot beautifully, and it just looks amazing, and the story is awesome. It's yeah. really just intellectually... Uh, stimulating like completely like like seeing them like it's it's it is the biological equivalent to the hacking scenes in the social network like yeah. see, seeing people talk about how this is spreading and, and, and where it's moving and how this started and then at the end of the freaking film you find out how it all started um, even, yeah, that was though it, great. Yeah. even though it's sort of a montage after the fact and that's sort of in a way cheating um, uh, it, it still works perfectly in Contagion and in this film we never know how this starts all we know is certain groups of people um encountered it first and at that time people were changing in you know days or 15 minutes or a certain amount of time when by the time we reach the point we are in this film uh it, people are changing in a matter of 12 seconds um and, and, like, you know, I think there's even a line where a character says, like, yeah, airplanes were the perfect transportation method or some bullcrap yeah, like he that. Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. in Contagion, it totally makes sense. The fact that Gwyneth Paltrow is traveling and she comes over and, like, brings this, she's, like, one of the carriers. And, like, she gets it in a foreign country. Like, that totally makes sense because she is just a person who has a cold, theoretically, when she gets on the plane. She's not this, like, crazy person who is attacking people and trying to eat their faces. Um, yeah. So there's, like, it's just weird that, like, they kind of have this, on on the one end, they're trying to be, like, we got to, like, figure out all this stuff and discover a cure. On the other end, they're trying to, like, come up with some, like, M. Night shyamalan cure for how they're going to, like, do away <laughs> with all these um, zombies. Yeah. Um, Like, all that stuff is really kind of what brings the film down. But, like, (laughs) the initial stuff, though, with with Brad Pitt, like, kind of trying to figure out what's going on and, like, talking with people and finding out about, like, how much they know. Like, I was totally engaged with that. Like, I mean, really the best part of this film is the stuff that um, is, based on what little I know about the books, is a little bit more derived from the books. And that's when he's finding out what other country – like, what North Korea does to – to try to protect themselves is like just hearing that was crazy. Think right? it was Korea, right? That removed all the teeth.
1: Yeah, yeah, North it, Korea.
0: Yeah, like that. Like hearing stuff like that, or like the fact that like Israel is is one of the most uh, uh, non-infected, uh, you know, places. On the entire freaking planet because of precautions they took, and like, hearing about who fell really easily, who stood up to everything, like all that kind of information that you're getting from the film is, is totally interesting and exactly what this film needed to kind of progress. But everything else is kind of just, um, it just doesn't, uh, it just doesn't strive to be anything other than like, uh, like crazy action scenes, and it's like. There, yeah. this, this film teeters on the line of being something really interesting that's like the, the, from what I know, uh, like I think I've read like the prologue or the introduction or whatever the first little section of, of the the book is I read at some point in time and really what it is, is is a guy recounting people's stories and events that took place during this zombie war. So it's yeah. like after the fact knowledge of what happened to different groups of people and um, that's, like, really what this film needed to be, and I'm, I'm, I'm not just talking about that from a standpoint of, like, I love the books, and, like, I wish this film was really what the book was supposed to be. Just, like, from an intellectual standpoint, like, the film isn't doing anything to justify um, its crazy zombiness. I mean, yes, it is presenting zombie hordes in a way that we haven't seen anywhere. Um, it's a way that, obviously, you didn't like because it's too computerized looking for you. Me, I kind of buy into it a little bit more just because I've, I've played games like Left for Dead and things like that where just the onslaught, the sheer number of zombies becomes interesting, not in how well it's executed, but just the concept of what you're seeing. Um, so, like, I was kind of a little bit more lenient on that. Um, but, like, that isn't, like, really the focus of this film. Like, it kind of just changes partway through, and it's, I don't know, it just left me wanting more. <laughs>
1: it left you for dead.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: Zing. Uh yeah, that was my attempt at humor there. Um <laughs> I know I, it does favor spectacle over smarts in this film. Uh and um yeah, cuz it it really just like is a lot of big action set pieces crammed together um with zombies. I mean, they're they're trying like you said, they're trying to go for that kind of uh thriller like a pandemic like what contagion did they are trying to go for that like intellectual side of it but it just doesn't it, it never it never works like I, I will agree though that um the scene where brad pitt uh on the apartment building you know runs up to the edge i, I do agree that that's a really good moment like that yeah. that moment makes you realize that, okay you know, even though Brad Pitt is the hero and we know what's gonna happen and we know that he's gonna, you know, do his thing, we at least get, you know, get the sense that like Brad Pitt isn't a stupid guy. Like he's not playing a stupid character. Yeah. Um, like most people in zombie movies are, um, he immediately responds to, you know, what's going on and he figures out like, okay, yeah, like this is this is what's happening. And I think I think they that film the film needed more moments like that. Like I mean that was that was a moment that would be in the movie this was trying to be, you know. Yeah. Um there was another moment like that when he's in Jerusalem and he uh you know, does some uh quick surgery on that woman. <laughs> um that's another moment where you're like, yeah, like Brad Pitt is onto this like he's not and and that's how the the characters in 28 days later were like they're not effing around like they it's not like oh my mom got bit and i'm gonna you know we're gonna hold on to her until she turns and i'll finally kill her yeah you know and struggle with it it's like no you like you get bit you're done like you know and and that's and that's how brad pitt reacts up on the building it's just like he's just like i'm ready to jump if i turn you know he's not just gonna be like Oh honey like I have to stay with you like you know it's just like that's good stuff right there um yeah. unfortunately it's like two like 10 second moments in a movie that isn't as good as those 10 second moments
0: also quick question about our little uh, Jerusalem friend um was she was she added later in the filming cuz I mean even if you look at the the plane scene um where you, like in, in the trailer where you have Brad Pitt like holding onto the carpet of the airplane um you don't yeah. see her there in that scene
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know if she was uh added back in or not
0: because she it's very well that it
1: could have been yeah
0: she felt like she was put there simply to give him somebody else to be forced to try to protect
1: I, I feel like that is a valid point because I it seems like that and maybe the original um version that she may have died on the plane and then they decided when they reshot everything like hey we're bringing you back yeah you're gonna live and Brad Pitt's gonna protect you um I think that's a I think that yeah very well could have been what happened
0: I mean that, that's just that's just a a feeling I had during the film that's not like coming from any knowledge or anything like that It's just like for yeah. any, for, for anybody listening like I, that's just uh, I, I'm curious about that fact.
1: I, I would be, I would say that's a safe bet, like, because it, it definitely felt that way that that's what they were doing.
0: Yeah. I, um, I, I, I will say that that plane scene, um, in the context of the trailer, I was not expecting, like, anytime a plane goes down, like, I, I just, I didn't see how are they on, like, clearly he knows there's zombies before he gets in the plane, and then he's on a plane and then there's zombies, and I wasn't sure how the plane was going to be put into the condition of um of being oh crap there's a hole in the side of the plane but the way that uh that action scene plays out totally worked for me like the the decision that uh our smart character makes and just the way he kind of weighs the uh the (laughs) the options yeah the options like zombies (laughs) and option to hopefully rid myself of zombies um totally uh kind of (laughs) badass
1: He's like, guys, I'm Brad Pitt. I was in the movie Fight Club, which also featured a plane (laughs) blowing apart with a giant hole on the side. I I, got this.
0: I'm just saying, like, I I actually, like, really, like, coming, leading up to the moment that it happens, I'm like, I just don't know how this is going to work, especially given the role that our uh, (laughs) Jerusalem (laughs) fan uh, <laughs> plays uh, leading up to that moment I was like uh, you know is this good? like Mythbusters already proved you can shoot out a window On a plane and everything will be fine I was just wondering how they were going to get to that moment And like the way it worked I was like hell yeah, yeah.
1: Well dude you got to do like What Sam Jackson did You shoot a hole in the side of the plane you get all the snakes out <laughs> I mean I think any, any sane person Would be like alright it's that time I'm tired of
0: these mother effing zombies On my mother effing <laughs> plane <laughs>
1: Uh, i mean uh, you know um was it the wisest decision no but i mean if you want to try and at least survive if you want to have a chance of surviving yeah yeah i think you would do the same thing
0: it would have been awesome though if like once again if liam neeson was there and (laughs) and he's just like all right brad pitt what's happening is you're going to die now
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then all of a sudden it's like Oh shit, the reshot footage is that Liam Neeson is taking over this movie.
0: Liam Neeson pulls out the alcohol truck, breaks all the little <laughs> bottles, and tape electrical tapes into his fist and goes, F all the zombies, and just punches them. Let me them show all. you how to kill these zombies. He's he's biting the zombies and turning them human.
1: <laughs> oh my god, yes. Now that's a, like all of a sudden I would have been like, I'm on board with this movie right now. Holy what? shit! That, that,
0: that, that's that's World War knees, son.
1: <laughs> uh, bra- bra- slow clap for you, Bravo. That's a that's a oh man, that's a pitch. Why didn't Lindelof pitch that? I'm like, all right, Pitt, I know you're the star of this movie, but what the people really want to see is Brad Pitt punching this shit out of some zombies with alcohol miniature bottles.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh... He wants to see him biting them and turning them human.
0: Unfortunately, though, um,
1: and he and he walks up to the zombies like, "Where's my daughter?"
0: The the only problem there is that Denzel Washington would have drinking all the alcohol bottles already <laughs> and dumped them out the side of the plane so that nobody course, saw them.
1: Of Course, yes. He's like, "Ugh."
0: He's a like, haha, my niece.
1: <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg is uh, one of the scientists in the uh,
0: <laughs> in that facility. And they're like, hey, hey, Mark, Mark Mark. Hey, hey, we can't
1: get into Wing B, okay? Wing B's got all the zombies in it.
0: And then he asks his assistant, he's like, You got that cure yet? She's like, Yeah, I got the cure, and it's good, Billy. It's good, Billy.
1: I got some uh I got, I got some SARS for you, Billy.
0: Uh, good times. Yeah. And then uh, you know, of course Russell Crowe shows up and he's like, You, my eyes, hero. <laughs> But then That's he, what he says to Neeson. But then he can't stop the zombies, so he kills himself by falling off a bridge.
1: Uh, yes, exactly. And then he gets reincarnated as a space god <laughs> on a planet called Krypton, flying uh, around on a giant space bug.
0: Yep. And then yep. Uh, nobody knows what happened to Brad Pitt, so they have to get Michael Shannon to uh,
1: find him. Yes, exactly. That's the sequel. Yes. That's World War uh,
0: Z2. That General Z.
1: <laughs> General Z, yeah, Exactly. It all, all right. fits, dude. It all it all fits perfectly like a glove.
0: Anyway, so back back to World War Z. Do you have, do you have any uh last uh closing comments?
1: No, I will say uh Brad Pitt could have been reincarnated as uh Edward Norton's alter ego.
0: Maybe all the zombies was in it, was in his head.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um so is, is that is that a no no closing comments? I
1: have no other closing comments on this movie.
0: All right. Well, why don't we bring this little film to a wrap then Carson let's go ahead and get to our verdict for this if you're any of this I must see a reckon with a caveat a wait for rental pass to the caveat or a must avoid what would you give it
1: I am going to give it a pass I, I I don't think you should see it that's my final final opinion
0: yeah I think it's kind of just all right um hmm yeah, I'll give it a pass. Also, I think that if you really want to see what this film had the potential to be, you should go out and rant both 28 Days Later and Contagion and just watch them back to back or, you know, I either order. Maybe you watch half of one, half of the other, and then the <laughs> remainder of the first one and the remainder of the second one, um, just because I think both those films are the perfect version of what this film tried to be on both fronts. Um, yeah. I mean, really, since I first saw Twenty Eight Days Later, that's been like the most spectacular. Um, I, even Twenty Eight Weeks Later, I, I really enjoyed. So uh, yeah, that was good too. Like I mean, the the opening scene to Twenty Eight Weeks Later is is perfect. Um, just that, it's pretty badass. Yeah, like I I think maybe just go watch the opening scene to Twenty Eight Weeks Later, then watch Contagion, then watch Twenty Eight Days Later. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, 28 days later, I set a bar pretty high for for the modern zombie movie. Yes. So, yeah. That bar was not uh, succeeded in this film.
0: It uh, definitely was not, so... They're going to need James
1: Cameron to raise the bar.
0: Yeah, or he would just go so far below sea level that, like, the bar would just seem really high.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh so that is our review of world war z um carson if people want to find you throughout the week where can they do that
1: uh you can go to practicalcandy.wordpress.com
0: cool people can find me over at christopherinreallife.com or twitter.com slash christopherirl you can find the podcast over at the where you can get all the back episodes of the show including our reviews of the east and uh, the upcoming review of monsters university um you can follow us on twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at twitter.com slash spoiler warning um or like us on facebook at facebook.com slash warning if you want to get hold of us directly you can send an email to fans at the or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4tsw that's 760-575-4879 music for this uh episode will come from the soundtrack to world war z that one i'm sure has a soundtrack
1: Uh, I'm I'm assuming, yes.
0: I mean, at the very least, it has about half a soundtrack and then half a soundtrack that belongs to another movie uh, (laughs) afterwards. At the
1: very least, you could just play Zombie by The Cranberries. I could. (laughs) And call it a day. (laughs)
0: Uh, Oh. Oh, so tempted to do that. (laughs) Yes. Maybe I'll just intersperse it at random times during the review. That would be good. Like every, every time somebody says the word zombie or zombies, it just echoes from the song <laughs> zombie. <laughs> zombie. <laughs> uh, that,
1: zombie Yeah.
0: That's that's not enough. Uh I, I don't have enough sense of incentive to spend that much time trying to edit this episode. <laughs> um, it's putting
1: too much that's putting more effort than they put into this movie.
0: But yeah, there you go. That is our review. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining me, Carson.
1: Yes, thank you for having me.
0: And uh, we will catch you all in a moment in our uh, Monsters University uh, episode.
1: Take you to school.
0: That's right. Where I can learn, or I can learn what I love and love what I learn. I don't know. Yes,
1: yeah. You're taking that improv class. (laughs)
0: exactly.